Today's episode of the Ramp It Up podcast contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Ramp It Up podcast with your host, Ronel Sinuis. Are you ready to ramp it up? Ramp it up, Ew. Hey, yo, ramp it up, B. Girl up, ramp it up. Ramp it up. The Ramp It Up Podcast. Hey, you need to ramp it up. Ramp, ramp, ramp it up. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Ramp It Up Podcast. I am your host and favorite Zoan Wheels, Ronell. We are in the month of September, and in the month of September, we recognize Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month, uh, where we educate and just share awareness about different spinal cord injuries and disorders that people deal with. Uh, Myself, going on five years this December, there's still a lot that I'm learning about my own injury, the community as a whole, and everything I learn, I do my best to share with others who have different injuries or disorders and then just here on that podcast so thank you very much for continuing to tune in continuing to subscribe continuing to like and share and listen to each and every episode i appreciate it if you guys haven't had the opportunity to subscribe go ahead and do so now definitely review the podcast i would love to hear your opinions your comments on the show you could always email us at rampituppodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on our social media. We are on Facebook, also at Ramp It Up Podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram, ramp.it.up.podcast. So definitely we enjoy all of your feedback. The year is almost over. It's going by really fast. Hopefully everyone enjoyed their Labor Day weekend that just passed a couple of days ago. Uh, We're going into the September 11th weekend, and uh, we will never forget those who died during the attacks in New York on the World Trade Center. And of course, those who were heroes who sacrificed their lives or just put their well-beings behind themselves and uh, jumped in headfirst to save the lives of others. We have family members who are part of the tragedy thankfully they were able to come out but you know those experiences last forever i myself i was in ninth uh 10th grade actually when it happened and our prayers and our well wishes continue to go out to those who have been affected by it and in remembrance of course uh this saturday it's been busy these last couple weeks i'm not gonna lie to you guys it's been kind of difficult unfortunately we had a few deaths in the family and um, and in close friends as well. And uh, it's been a little rough. I'm not going to lie. Corona is still out there. Many of those deaths were Corona related. And it, it's a bit overwhelming. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've had to take a few days to kind of try to get back to a peaceful place. I went to two funerals, two in person, one a third one that was digital. We were on Zoom stream and I'm asking you guys again just to be safe out there. If you haven't uh, gotten your vaccine, you don't want to do it. Hey, you know, people are just boosting their immune system or just staying extra safe by masking up and 
and sanitizing and cleaning and doing whatever they have to do. I'm just asking you guys to, to be safe. You know, it's we don't want any more casualties, any more deaths, especially those that we can we can avoid. And uh, I don't want to go to no more funerals. Uh, it, it, it's been too much. This year has been a bit rough. The variants out there that people are being exposed to. We have kids back in school and we just want to make sure everyone is doing their part. And like I said, it, it's been a little rough. And uh, on today's episode, we're really not going to get into Spinal Cord Injury Awareness Month for today. Because I feel like we got to, I have to diffuse a little bit, you know, get rid of some of this stress that's been on my shoulders. And uh, I've been doing so, of course, uh, with the help of family and friends. But I just want to share some of those uh, tips for some of you guys out there that are just as stressed that are dealing with still being stuck at home or being sick. I had a UTI again. Thankfully, it was a, a quick fix and I'm okay. But, you know, just just to get some of this stress off our shoulders, uh, I have a few steps and a few techniques that I've used in the past. And I looked online to to help get rid of some stress, especially for some of us wheelchair users. But these could be used for everyone in general who's been dealing with just some of the the issues that have been going on in the entirety of the last two years, but specifically these last few weeks. Before we jump into it, you know I have to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Jay Woods Company. Shout out to Jay Woods Company. They cater to your special event needs. Just go to jaywoodscompany.com. That's J-W-O-O-D-S company.com. Or you can check out their Instagram, Jay Woods Company, and you can get an idea of some of the special events that they put together and email them about putting together your next party, your next birthday party, wedding, or anniversary, or even get yourself a nice little sexy dinner one-on-one since we're not going out and having too many dinners. You and the wife or you and the hubby can enjoy it right here at home. Again, just go to their webpage, jwoodscompany.com, to contact them, jwoodscompany, to cater to your special event needs. So as I said before, the the last few weeks have been kind of heavy, and I think it's just time for us to de-stress, get some of this weight off our shoulders, and uh, I came up with a few techniques that I've used and some that were online that, you know, just gave us the opportunity to just shake it off a little bit, to recharge and be ready to jump right back into it. So I'm coming at us with about eight, eight bits of advice on how to de-stress, and uh, get some of these burdens off our shoulders and how to deal with them. We can't really run away. We have to deal with them head on, but we have to be realistic and we need to recharge our batteries so we can deal with them on a daily basis. So uh, the first one I want to share with you guys uh, is wheelchair yoga. And of course, that's for our wheelchair users, but also just regular yoga for everyone else. I know people like to use hot yoga and naked yoga and all the different forms of yoga, but before, I could say I was a bit skeptical about yoga, but while in therapy, uh, they brought in a specialist that just taught us some techniques for relaxation and just, you know, to help us exercise in wheelchair yoga. Now, you're asking, how am I going to do downward dog if I have a spinal cord injury, if I'm dealing with paralysis? Good question. One way to do it is go online. YouTube is a great resource. You can look up wheelchair yoga. Again, like I said, I've done some at Jackson through our therapy sessions and our support group sponsors a few of them as well. But you could either have a caregiver or loved one to help you with some of the stretches and the positions. And 
the best part about it is you can conform it to however you need it. You can't lift both arms in the air for a stretch. Lift the one you can. They can't go all the way up. Get the shoulders up. Stretch. Open out your chest. A lot of it is breathing in and breathing out. They teach a lot of great breathing techniques. I have adopted one or two just for when I'm really frustrated. Just take a deep breath in. In through your nose. Let it fill your chest. Uh, put your shoulders back. Let it kind of expand it. Hold it for a couple seconds. And then let it out through your mouth. And it's just a great way to kind of calm yourself if you're in a frustrating situation. Uh, or if you're trying to make a good, uh, a big decision and you just want to clear your mind before you focus on what you're about to do. So, actually, I'm going to do one right now if you guys don't mind. So, I'm going to take a deep breath into my nose. And out through my mouth. Just to, you know, kind of get some of that stress off. That's been on your shoulders. Go ahead, look on YouTube. I will put a link in the episode notes to uh, one of the people I follow on YouTube for some wheelchair yoga activities. And it's also a great one to do with your kids or with a spouse to just, you know, get some of that stress off your shoulders. If you guys have a caregiver, it's a great way for them to participate along with you. Number two, and it kind of fits in with the first one. Change up your lifestyle a bit. Adopt a healthier lifestyle. And uh, that is not just losing weight and exercising, but it goes across the board. Sleeping at a reasonable hour. I know a lot of us are working really hard and our hours are demanding on us. Or we have kids to deal with, but you have to get your sleep. You might not be able to get a full eight hours, but maybe if you cut out one hour of Netflix at the end of the night, you might get that eighth hour at least that seventh hour if you give yourself a bedtime it sounds silly but lord knows since i hit my mid-20s having a specific bedtime really helped me out especially now in my 30s take a nap not just get your full rest but reevaluate what you're eating you know if you're always eating on the go and doing junk food and finding yourself in drive-thrus find a way to do some meal prepping the night before or early in the morning. Um, there are a few nutritionists that I follow that have given me great ideas, you know, preparing a smoothie the night before and keeping it in the fridge or in the freezer so it's still nice and fresh the next morning or uh, doing a cold oatmeal or from the night before, soaking them and adding some fruits and stuff in there or just chop up some fruits and veggies to have as snacks uh, in your purse. I always joke around with my aide because she always finds herself hungry but never with anything. Put something in your bag. Some light popcorn, some nuts, a few things like that. Another great way is get rid of all the sodas and the really sweet juices and drinks you guys are having. Replace it with water, especially us with spinal cord injuries. When we cast a lot, we are very susceptible to UTIs. Believe me, I am nearly an expert on the topic. Filling yourself with water is the best thing you can do. Maintaining a healthy input and a healthy output. Uh, making sure your urine is clear and clean without all the sediment and smells in there. And again, this goes for non-injured people as well. There are a lot of us out there who aren't drinking the amount of water we're supposed to. Uh, different people and different resources have their theory about how much water you drink. I drink about a gallon a day. It sounds crazy, but yes, I make room for it. I make time for it. I don't drink just when I'm thirsty. I do my best to just... Get some water in throughout the entire day from the morning when I wake up to right before bed. 
it is very, very helpful, and especially in weight loss as well. So uh, ditch the sweet drinks. I'm not saying never have one, but, you know, replace each bottle of Coke you have in a day for a bottle of water, and you will see a great difference in your skin and how you feel overall. And, of course, you guys don't want to hear it, but exercise. It's a big thing. Some of us are in wheelchairs. We can't really go for a run or lift weights like we used to, but there are different ways to exercise. You get yourself some resistance bands at home. I know I have to use the grip gloves uh, to hold on to weights and stuff like that, but yeah, do a little workout. Sometimes I'm right here in front of the computer getting some work done and I'll do a couple crunches or I'm using the weights right here. I purchased uh, one of the hand bicycles. You can find them all over Amazon and do a good 20, 30 minutes every day. Uh, when I go to the gym, I try to get a good hour on the bike in just to get your, your blood pumping work on your cardio. And all of those things really contribute to getting some of the stress off your shoulders. Because when you're in better shape and you're feeling healthier, you're not stressing about going to the hospital. That's one of my biggest concerns. That's where most of my stress comes from. When my next UTI is going to kick if I'm not feeling well. But if you're following a healthier regimen, you can get rid of some of that stress. The next one, unplug from social media. Take some time to get away. I know, you know, it's fun to see some memes and watch some funny videos and stuff like that. But sometimes it's a bit of an overload. You just want to get away from it. Really let your brain just reset itself from all of what's happening out there. Especially if you're a big person that watches like the news and stuff through your social media accounts or a lot of times they want to share awareness and some of the videos that they have are really depressing at times. Like anything that kind of has a advisory of watching a video because it might be a trigger or something like that. I skip it completely because sometimes it's just way too much and you want to get away from uh, some of those triggers or just the overload of all the celebrity news and all that crap. Give yourself a few days for those who have a higher Self-control, you can stay away for about a week or even two, whatever you need to detox yourself from some of the social media accounts and then go back slowly or cut out some of it on your regular day. Some people scroll for hours. Hey, man, cut back halfway on that. Uh, the next bit of advice I have kind of follows suit with that. Overhaul what you're watching on TV or in your videos. Again, the news is a great resource to know what's going on in the world, but this 24-hour news cycle is too much. There's only so much the human mind can take of sad stories and people dying and people being robbed and political issues and intrigue and uh, all sorts of uh, debauchery happening. You know, overhaul it. Cut some of those things out. Even your Netflix shows and your favorite shows on the different streaming platforms. It sounds silly, but I get nightmares. After I watched too many episodes of something like The Walking Dead, which I've become a fan of and I've been catching up, I know I'm very far behind everybody else, but leave me alone, whatever. But after I watch three or four episodes, I have a freaky dream. It throws me off. So what I do, I'll watch it for a few days and I leave it alone for about a week or so to get some of that stress off my back. That way I get some real rest. I get to sleep. Uh, same thing with the news. I pop in probably once a week just so I know what's happening. So I'm kind of in the know. But all this them versus us and vaxxers versus non-vaxxers and Republicans versus Democrats and all that is it, so contentious. It, it makes me tense up 
you take some time, overhaul what you're watching, it'll really have a big change. Try watching a motivational video. If you're spiritual, watch something that has to do with God or just uplifting your spirit. Or, hey, something that'll help you change and uh, achieve your dreams, uh, whether they're educational or your career ones. Overhaul what you're watching. It'll have a major impact on the amount of stress that you're carrying throughout the week. The next one, pick a hobby. Find something you like and get into it. Whether it's Lego figures and you're building the Death Star, or whether it's reading. I'm a real big reader and I'm glad I've gotten back into it. Whether it's playing a sport, which goes back into the whole healthier lifestyle and exercising thing. That way, when you come home from work or school or just a very frustrating day, you can focus on your hobby and just block everything else out. I end my nights and actually start my days with a bit of reading. Sometimes it's a spiritual book or a Bible verse or a little devotional or something like that. And at night, I'm enjoying my science fiction novels uh, or another story or something about the stock market I've picked up. Those are just the books that I like. Your hobby can be something else. It could be playing cards or just going out uh, to the park and going for a run or watching your kids play a game or play a puzzle, whatever it might be. Pick yourself up a hobby. It's a great way to de-stress and deconnect from all the crap that's happening all around you. The next one that kind of falls in line with that is get out of the house. I think I've been saying it since the beginning of the year when some of the restrictions on COVID have been going down, although I'm still saying be safe. Please be safe, but get out the house. We've been trapped indoors for so long. Many of us have not been able to go to church, go to our favorite restaurants, our favorite hangouts for more than a year now. But that doesn't mean you have to stay indoors. In the beginning of the pandemic, I had never seen so many kids in my neighborhood. Not to say they don't live here, but they've all been indoors playing video games and stuff. When that got boring, they started riding their bikes. They started walking around. I saw parents just playing outdoors with their kids. It is amazing. Get some sunlight. I know right now it's a bit rainy here in South Florida. We're still in hurricane season. But the early part of the day is still pretty sunny and pretty nice out there. Uh, just careful that you don't overexhaust yourself in the heat because it's still like 90 degrees outside. It's ridiculous. But get out there. Go to the park. Go to the beach. Or stand in your front yard if you have a yard. If you have a balcony, sit on the balcony for a while with a book or with a glass of water or something and just re- Relax. The air, the sun, all those things have a major a euphoric impact on you, and they really do uh, improve your improve your mood and how you're feeling. The next two um, are, are really important, and especially if you're dealing with a lot of issues on, on the inside, the first you want to do is establish a support system, whether they're your closest friends, whether they're your family members, your your partner, your loved one, whatever they may be, uh, people in your social groups, people at work, establish a group of people. It doesn't have to be a big group. A common misconception is you have to have like a large group of friends or close friends that you tell all your secrets to. It's crazy talk. It's ridiculous. It's, first of all, it's too much work to keep up with all that. And two, who wants that many people all up in their business? Just joking. But the reality is it doesn't have to be. Get yourself just a few really close friends that you could share some of your inner thoughts and your stresses with and who support you. 
You don't need Debbie Downers or you're not looking for misery, who wants company or anything of that sense. You just want some people who are uplifting, who can kind of pull you out of a dark mood or someone that you could just share something with who can give you good advice or just be a great listener. Those are very important um, characteristics in friends. And I guess as I've gotten older, I've wanted less and less of the friends I could party and drink and have a great time with, but more people who I can relate to and who can improve my life and whose lives I can improve as well. And if you find yourself stressed or overwhelmed or just really in a emotional or mentally draining place, you know, you need someone that you can kind of pour that into and you need to sometimes be that same person as well. So remember, it's a reciprocating situation, but make sure you build that social group up. It is very important. Like myself, I have different individuals I share different things with uh, when it comes to issues with my spinal cord injury or it has to do with wheelchairs and it's just really frustrating or it has to do with my caregiver and stuff that maybe my siblings or a family member might not understand. I have individuals from the support group or who deal with the same things I deal with, who I can just vent to. And at the same time, they have good pieces of advice for me. I have a big uh, proponent of solving problems versus just complaining about them. So my support group, I usually have problem solvers in them versus just people who are going to complain or who want to vent. But that could be different for you. You might just want someone who you can just share how frustrated you are at home or whatever the situation may be to, but you already have your own solution, but you just need to get it out. So build that social group, um, build it up and maintain it. That's another big thing. You know, a lot of times we just make uh, friends or call people one or two times and that's the end of it. But check in on them as well, just like you want them to check in on you. The last one, and again, it piggybacks on the previous one, but it takes it a step further. Get professional help. Period. Uh, there are many stigmas behind getting therapy or speaking with a psychologist or a psychiatrist and, or taking meds that helped stabilize you if you are that far along in your situation and need that kind of help. But I think many of those stigmas are disappearing in our current day and age. And myself, most of my uh, preconceived notions built around those have been disappearing because I have and continue to speak uh, with a therapist on a regular basis. In fact, every two weeks right now. And it's not because I'm crazy or I'm having a breakdown, but sometimes just someone you want to vent to. You can't talk about uh, certain issues with people you know, because sometimes you tend to pull back. But when you have a third party who's impartial to the individuals you're speaking about and who can give you a very objective viewpoint, it really helps. Sometimes that person may have to prescribe medicines for you or some techniques to deal with what you're dealing with, but it is not an issue at all. Um, I know a lot of us with our insurance situations, we may feel like it may be too expensive, but you know, look into it. There are different uh, individuals who also work pro bono, who do therapeutic work. Uh, and by therapy, I mean someone you can counsel you or speak to for free. Look for those resources because sometimes just talking to your homeboy or homegirl won't cut it. You need a professional to tell you, hey, this is not going to work for you, or you're in a bad situation or you're in a bad place mentally and you need some more one-on-one -on -one assistance. I really implore all of you to look into it if you feel necessary. 
you don't have to wait till you're having a crazy breakdown, but you can just tell the person, look, I'm having a hard time. I've had a couple deaths in the family in this past year, or I'm just really anxious about going outside. I'm terrified. And they can get more to the bottom of the situation and, again, help you resolve it as best as they can. Those are just some of the tips that I have. I have used literally all of them. Uh, I have some resources online that I can share with you guys. Look through the episode notes uh, for any links that you guys can check out. Hit us up here on the podcast if you don't uh, know what's in your area. and We'll do whatever we can to help you find resources like that. I can't promise I'm going to resolve your situation. But if you guys are looking for someone to talk to or just to connect with, I have different numbers of people in support groups or who are in positions that can help you out or just share your stories with me. We can interact through email. I really don't mind because sometimes you just need someone to talk to, unplug, get rid of all those negative individuals or or resources that are just pouring negative into you. It's been hard. I'm not going to lie to you guys here, but part of my therapy is coming and sharing here on the podcast. So whatever you need to do to de-stress or just deal with some of the worst that life tends to throw at you, please go ahead and do it. Find help. I'm a resource. And, you know, just understand you're not the only one that's out there. We're all kind of struggling and trying to make the best of it out here. But us here at the podcast, we're all about turning it around, whatever challenges you may deal with, and making the best of your situation and going even further. Again, if you haven't done so already, follow us on Instagram, ramp.it.up.podcast. Email us at rampituppodcast at gmail.com. And make sure to subscribe and review our podcast. Until the next episode, you guys have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Connect with the podcast on social media. Check out our Instagram page at ramp.it.up.podcast. Or email us at rampituppodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.